This is Score to Gandhi. You now tune into Hardcore Radio, Camo Style. The views and comments expressed on the following radio program by his hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect the views of. Good morning, folks. Good morning. Let's wake up with Encore here. It's uh, your boy Wise. You know, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna stop saying that. It's this is Wise. Right? This, is, this is the one. You know, this is your, your boy. I gotta say your boy. It's your boy. It's Wise. We got. Is Jones in the building. What's good, y'all? Tabby T. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Great morning. And as you Fox, and as you heard, you know we here with Score. We here, yeah. we here with your boy Score. Your boy Score to Gandhi. Can't <laughs> I'm your boy. I'm your boy. Don't forget it. <laughs> <laughs> we got P in the building as well. It's good. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's good? What's you good? You know we're on the camera and shit, so we're gonna we gonna cut him out the camera. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Bad boys move in silence. Yes, it. No caps. Exactly. <laughs> All right, man. So you know, thank you for coming through here. Thank, thank you for having, having me. Us. Absolutely, oh. absolutely. So you know, talk to us a little bit about yourself. Man, you know, uh, we obviously we're all familiar with Camo. Right. Uh, we're familiar with the entire movement. You know, shout out to Rams. Uh, we I know um, Tunes as well. Right. We just had GP in GP. here, or whatever. Um, Conley Black B, Poppy, Fox, Young Nate, Quality Official. Y'all deep, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Y'all deep. So talk to them. Yeah. I mean, I heard take you the village. one. You the one who came up with this. So what's we up? T- take a village. Um, just as I was talking to uh, Miss Jones earlier, I call you. Man, I don't want to make you feel. Yeah, old. Yeah, of course. No, you can call. Me. I mean, um, I'm 25. I don't think you could make me feel old. Right. She just made me feel old. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, pretty much like like I was telling her um. I started the concept of it pretty much and the name, the acronym, um, CAMO, K-A-M-O, Knowledge and More O's. And um, I met P, you know, right right around the time when I was working on the project. Mm-hmm. I kept telling him, yo, fuck with me, fuck with me, bro. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. He was like, yo, I'm going to just see what you do and see if you, you know, serious or whatever. Because me and Rams had did a, a duo project yeah. in 2010 called No Fly Zone. Mm-hmm. And um, once we did that, that was like my first official project. And that kind of like got me so hype. I was like, "Yo, I love this. I gotta, I gotta like do it. More. You know what I mean? Do it more." So when I when I dropped my first solo before it all happens, I just had the whole camo thing. That was just my zone. I was into the the, the print, you know, the, or textile, whatever you want to call it. And mm-hmm. uh, it wasn't even really for that. I just it just so happened that you know I, I seen that acronym and I'm like, "Oh, that spells out camo. I love camo." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like because I, it was knowledge and more O's, and then yeah. I'm like, "Oh, damn, that spells out camo." Like, damn, but. You know, I don't want people to think like, you know, we just a bunch of camouflage wearing people. Like, you know, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know, you know I, I always got a hint of it, you know, somewhere, uh, but um, it's, it's more so about the lifestyle, you yeah. know what I mean? But um, like I said, my brothers that um, I, I was already associated with years before I made that, those were, we were already making music, we were already vibing, we went through phases of different names, mm-hmm. but at this point, you know, I just wanted, I didn't want to like, I never wanted to fall. I always deterred, you know what I'm saying? Like mm. f- to my to my friends, and I always wanted 
people to just, you know, fuck with it because they wanted to. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, GP shortly after was like, nah, I'm fucking with that. You know, I ain't, I ain't have to say it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then it was a trickle down theory. Everybody was like, yo, you know. But then we just had to formulate a plan, not until I met P, you know what I mean? Did I understand the business side of it and yeah. just how to get it as a conglomerate, how to get it official, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, without namesake. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's just something that we had wanted to work on. So, you know, um, for those not familiar, it's um, Camo Style. KMO, Knowledge of More O's. And that's pretty much just from my love of Wu Tang. Like, mm-hmm. um, they had Tiger Style on mm-hmm. over they track Tiger Style. I just was like so in love with that. Like, yeah. wondering where they got it from. Did, did someone say it? Did they go to Asia and get someone to say it? Like, <laughs> I was willing to go to those lengths, you know, for Camo Style. And I just was like, nah, we Camo Style. If they, if they, if I, you know, ever meet, if I ever meet them or whatever, I just want to let them know, like, yo, I, our whole movement is formulated off and then we mm-hmm. get that comparison now like oh y'all like a new rule and all that which is cool but we yeah. want to be us but you know mm-hmm. it's it's in good it's in good taste you know so that you know that's just pretty much how this got started alright so P let's talk about you let's talk to you for a second so uh, as he just mentioned you had a business side of things uh-huh. right so we were talking yesterday matter of fact about um, hip hop and um, academic, academics, and is there a certain uh, a lane for people who want to be musicians? Do they have to go to school? You know, so how how do you approach it from the business side? Well, um, as far as musicians going to school, I mean that's just something that's within you. Okay. If you want to um, sharpen your skill, mm-hmm. uh, you can go to school. Like there's certain people, like you know, if you want to be a classical pianist, mm-hmm. it's a little bit better to go to Juilliard. You yeah. know what I mean? So that way you could be um, known in that area or known in that field yes. you know what I'm saying so basically you sharpen your skill I don't feel like you need to go mm-hmm. as a musician mm-hmm. um, as a business person you want to go and dabble into even if it's um, self like self knowledge you still want to dabble into some school stuff too mm-hmm. uh, take a class or two maybe but it may not be music related maybe booking accounting because yeah. these things are important if you're running a business you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying you don't want you don't want people to cheat you out your money yeah, um, and you want to be able to understand how things go um just on that sense, on, on, on all senses. So it's not just so much of, like I said, dealing with just going to school for music per se. I would probably go to school for everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. so your so your so your level of expertise, like where, what specifically do you do from the business side? So basically, we just uh, I just consult. Okay. Base to base, like you know, we I'm a part of it. Like mm-hmm, you know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. we help start it as you can as yes. you said, but um, it's a base. So it's seven artists. It's eight artists, really. Mm-hmm. It's seven rappers and a singer. Mm-hmm. But, you know, um, I do it on a base-to-base uh, case. Like, you know, project-to-project case. Excuse okay. me. Um, and how I do it is just get up with the artists and then we figure out what is a good look for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where do I feel like they, I, it, where do I feel like they should be? I don't want to put them in a box, but when you're first starting out, you got to kind of put an artist in a space like, all right, well, well we can see you with this kind of artist. And you mm-hmm. can always build outwards and make your own make your own lanes but you just gotta kinda like people have to find you something that's familiar within you within your within what you do they have mm-hmm. to find something that's familiar so that's what I try to do just work with them and see like see where they wanna go with it instead of just like alright we gonna do this mm-hmm. I wanna see where you wanna go with it with your career and then I'm gonna give you the suggestions that I feel like is the best to expand it Mm-hmm. So would you consider that to be the most challenging part about it? Oh uh, yeah, I mean yeah. dealing with any artist, especially dealing with a lot of artists, mm-hmm. they creative, they want to do everything right now. Yeah. Sometimes it's sometimes uh, as a business person, you want to you want people to you want to do it in the long run, so right. you want to have the steps formulated right. But sometimes it doesn't work like that, especially when you work with creatives. They want to yeah. they, they they want to they want to do it, which is not a bad thing, yeah. but 
you 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 want to you want to maximize your potential at, at all costs. So that's just a little thing that, that that's right. always the issue. Kind of like what we were talking about um, in the last episode, where we were we were saying about A and R's and managers yeah. and the role that they play, and how the, the question was, is it is A and R's still needed, still needed nope. or still relevant? <laughs> no, the people, okay, but people okay. kind of interpret things uh-huh. now. You know what I mean? And being with mm-hmm. the digital phase, the internet, and things, yeah, people are hands on. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. They interpret what they like. You know, even if it's fed to them, you know, they can still reach mm-hmm. out to that music. And just going back off of what he said, as far as like schooling, mm-hmm. like that's why we started knowledge and morals to let people know, like they can empower themselves. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you don't need to rely on. You know, schools gonna teach you scholastical shit. If you, right. but once you understand, like you know how to break down a hypothesis of science and all of that, that's that's kind of <clears throat> like your formulation for anything in life. You know what I mean? You use that towards anything. Right. So you can empower yourself for anything that you want to know. You know what I mean? It doesn't really. It's it's being educated. You know right. that's that doesn't have to entail school. You know what I mean? If you want to educate yourself, all the knowledge is out there for you. It's about how you go and get it. You know what I mean? Because they tell you knowledge is just, you know, the know-how, but it's also the follow-through, what you Mm -hmm. do with it. You know what I'm saying? You know, they say knowledge is the know-how, wisdom is the word in which you spread the know-how. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? That help you build wisdom. So you got to be able to empower the power yourself. If you can't do that, then schooling might not be for you. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you have to true. you have to do when you in school, you mm-hmm. have to do a lot of things that um, are outside of your, uh, you know, what's that? What's that thing they give you um, when you start a class? Uh, what is that syllabus? thing? The syllabus. Oh, yeah. You gotta do things that's outside of that syllabus. Yeah. You know, you get a you get a you get a Absolutely. you get one thing, but you're gonna you like, damn, this he didn't say I had to, you know, put right. in ten hours of studying. Yeah, yeah, he didn't yeah. say I, yeah. which is something you already know, but it's about how far you wanna to take that. You know what right. I'm saying? Everybody can't do that, you know what I mean? So there's other things that they don't teach you about in school that you may have to be hands-on and go and find out, you know what I mean? And, you know, just with the business side, we don't need school for that. You know, we it's about personal testimony and really getting yourself in the field. And once you're in the field, you know, and you got your foot in the door, you start to understand how things work, you know what I mean? So, P, do you think it's to an artist's detriment or to their benefit that perhaps the internet is killing the A&R um, part of the music industry? No, nah, it just, it, it, it just happens. Just, it's progression mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying nobody needs it you don't need an anr you should tell people like yo he used to come to the label like yo this is the hot dude now the label doesn't need the anr you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying you don't need to find out who's hot because you listen to whoever you like yeah. you know what i'm saying that's what the internet has done it's taking away that it's taking away that you have to listen to this guy right. mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it's more of yo i listen to this guy this guy this guy i like this guy over here i like this guy in london I like this so it, it eliminates that so they really don't have a voice I could see them if if labels wanted to be smarter, they would start investing in more artist development to bring back the culture of mm-hmm. the yeah. music industry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because artist development is, is is a lost art. You know what I mean? Back in the day when you had Motown, Barry Gordy, all those guys, they were in there for years before they hit. Temptations in there for years. I know people watching movies, but mm-hmm. they were in there for years before they hit. They were you know you're getting the singers right, getting everything right, the dance moves, everything. So and they they become they they have they're the great, one of the greatest groups of all time. So it's yeah. like those things, the artist development stages are really really important. Mm-hmm. And I think like now that it's um, this microwave society, as far as the internet goes, mm-hmm. you find somebody who's hot this year and the next year they won't be hot anymore. I mm-hmm. So I feel like if they if if labels really wanted to be a better a bigger power player than they are, I would they feel I feel like the artist development is probably the best mm-hmm. thing for them. The A and R's. 
we'll just get into artist development. Just cut cancel that whole AR department, start artist development. Nice. All right, so I know I got we got Camo in the building. Uh, let me. I, I'm gonna just this is an open question yeah. to either the two of you, right? When am I going to get <laughs> medicine filled fucking candy? I have been waiting for a <laughs> lifetime for this All album right. from fucking Frank Rams. When is this thing coming out? <laughs> I mean, Rams is like, you know, he, he think he John Lennon. <laughs> oh my God. I believe like, that. I believe that. And, and I, it doesn't help that, you know what I mean? I'll, I'll be pumping it to him like, yo, you Lennon, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Type shit. But um, he actually working on his project to come out in December. Okay. You know what I mean? Because like okay. I said, we drop every two months. You okay. know, Conley next, he'll be in October. Mm, you know, yeah. like I said, GP just dropped in August. Mm. You know, August, September, October. Yeah. October, November, December, Rams will have he'll he'll um close out the quarter for us and take us into a new year. And um he's he working on Medusaville. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's just what he wanna do. I mean, I don't think that the concept of Medicine Phil Candy is going. I just feel like he had to like rebrand because when he was working on that, you know, um people get projects and then they you know they get into something new and then put that shit down and then yeah. you know what I mean that's how things happen so I think I believe like with Medusaville that's probably be Medicine Field Candy pretty much just without the title like he's yeah, gonna, okay, cause okay. He's, he's never gonna change as far as like it's conceptual value mm-hmm. you know that's still gonna have that's still gonna be present on the album so it's still gonna be things there that you know what I mean that you're gonna you're gonna love so you know December you know what I mean you hear right. something from Rams right. yeah Okay, I, I can take December because I was like, I mean, gift, I, I swear, I've been. Who pulled Frank Ocean on this? Yo, I've been, I've been, I've been so, hashtagging MFC for mad long. Just like, okay, right, Frank, yo. Got, so whatever you, you do, don't pull Frank Ocean on this. Right, right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still, I'm still proud of it. We are dedicated to the people. Just no matter if it's one, like we always say, converting one ear at a time. Like I like to deal with people and build with them one on one. They be like, I'll fuck with him. I'm gonna give his music a chance. You feel what I'm saying? And that's how I feel like it should. It is for my whole camp. You know what I mean? Like we never Hollywood. You know what I mean? We always building with people. Like even when I get up the stage, sweaty people be talking my ear off. I'm there listening. You know what I mean? Things like that. So you know, do like Rams. You know, he he understands a little bit better. And you know, we have meetings and whatnot with the team. And you know, we just try to stay. dedicated to the times that we say we're going to drop things, you know what I mean? And everybody has done a good job thus far of, um, you know, staying on point with their project and getting it out to the people, you know what I mean, when they need to be getting gotten out, you know what I mean? So I know that Rams will have his ready. And so he, he pretty much ready now. He's working on the cover and things like that. So he's ready to go, you know what I mean, as well as Conley, you know what I mean? It's just the timing and, you know, just letting GP eat. He just dropped August 31st, so we want him to eat, you know, get some time in and get people to still pay attention to what he's doing with hoop dreams you know what i mean because he put his, he put time into that you yeah, know what i mean absolutely. passion exudes from the heart so it's it's best displayed in our art you know what i mean like and that's that's why we gotta stay dedicated to putting it out every two months so let people know it's consistency behind that passion you know what i mean that's how you separate yourself you know what mm-hmm. i mean see i definitely operate like a label in a sense um, you know, yeah, you have yeah. diversity within your own camp yeah. um, as well, especially with um, with tunes. Y'all don't have to go and reach out necessarily to to find army artists. I got one. Y'all already got yeah. one ready to go, right. Yeah. right? Do you guys find that um, it may be harder to work with other artists outside of your camp because you guys are so solid as is already? Absolutely not. No, because the artists 
artists build with art, other artists. Like mm-hmm. sometimes I don't even have to make that plug. You know That's what I mean? Okay. So it's it's just something that happens naturally. Like yo, I like your record. Oh, I like the record you did. I need you on this record here. Mm-hmm. Or you know what I'm saying? It's a building process between the, the two. So. I, I have that's one thing we've never ever had an issue with as far as like doing features and stuff like yeah. that we never had no people issue always want to vibe with us like, yeah they, they always want to you know like when i'm out and about before i was even because i don't like to force my music on people like mm-hmm. i'm not the type that like you'll add you the link and all that like mm-hmm. i like people to come up, up, up across it by chance or whatever yeah. and then they go yo i ain't know you would die and i'm like yeah, yeah i got other stuff you know check it out yeah. I, I act all you know humble and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was supposed to hear that. Right. You late, nigga. I point this out. Last time I told y'all. They just act humble. You know, it's sometimes, you know, it's it's called selective humble. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You know what I mean? But um, in your mind, you know, you're always supposed to bang your chest a little bit and feel like, you know, uh, where were you at when I dropped this? Where your ass was at? But, uh, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? But in in, in your mind, you know, you know, you want that recognition. But like he said, you know, we want everything now. Mm-hmm. And I understand that people are gonna go back. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. even I dropped Lion Class, like, oh yo, you ain't dropping that. I'm like, look, nigga, I dropped something two weeks ago. My solo. <laughs> like, go back and hear that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, so it's like you, you everybody's not gonna gravitate towards it unless it's part of the popular favor. You yeah. know what I mean? If everybody's talking about it, then you got people that just wanna hear it because everybody's talking about it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and things like that. So I understand that concept and that's why I try to build people one on one. You know what I mean? Yeah. They say, Yo, damn, what do you do? You know what I mean? I was like, Oh, I'm artist, you know, and then they say, Oh, and then they go check out you know I give them the SoundCloud or whatever you know whatever link there's so many different mediums these mm-hmm. days and if they just want to peek into oh, it they could they could go on my I IG you can yeah. okay so nah yeah nah they, they, they could go on my IG they could go anywhere and, and really hear uh, just a hint of it and it can pull them in you know what I'm yeah, saying yeah. so it's like we don't ever have a problem building with other artists like they always like our energy you know what I mean the select the selective humbleness thing though I heard you a Leo right yeah 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 see I'm Hard. a Leo too see, under- see it's Hard. Leo it's Hard. Leo it's Leo don't do that don't do that don't do that we just love Scorpio oh, oh well I love Scorpios though me too like I love them I got a place in my heart for them I do a place in my heart for Scorpios and Pisces though for real Pisces Look, he Pisces, Pisces too. too. See, what's she got against Pisces? You know, I don't, I don't want to take yes. her word on any sign right Yo. now. <laughs> I know, right? Though, because I, I love me some Pisces. If it ain't a Scorpio, Scorpio. she's not really it's messing with Pisces it. males. People always say that about us. Pisces, bro. man. <laughs> I love you, though. I, was like, I, love, I love, love you, bro. It's love on this side. No, it's a love and hate relationship. Every every Pisces I've met have always been like business people, male and female. Right, they're real conservative about their shit, you know what I mean? Really sensitive though, really creative, mad sensitive. It depends on what, it depends on what, um, it depends on what month though. That's the same thing with Leo. March Pisces? March Pisces and February Pisces is different. I'm on a cusp, so I could have been an Aquarius. Oh, okay. Oh, I have a problem with Aquarius though. I have uh, two though. So you have I have two though. You have stories <laughs> about Pisces, about no, about Aquarius in my oh, bed. Oh my god! I, yeah. I, okay, some people say. <laughs> and then I'm not. I'm not big on like separate, like you know, judging people by their sign. Really, mm-hmm. I just take into my sign heavily. You yeah, know what exactly. I mean? So right, I don't yeah. really. It's not that I don't care about other people's sign. I just be like, listen, I'm not gonna judge you by that because you might be outside that. But I take into my sign because mm. before I even knew about Zodiac, I loved lions. Uh, yeah. Yo, I, that's my favorite animal. See, that's yeah. some real shit right that's there. That's my favorite. Yeah. That's, some that's my shit. favorite. Yeah. He only saying that because he got dreads. Trust me, before right. I knew okay, what a Leo Martin. was or Pisces, I knew lions yeah, and I knew that I love that mm-hmm. shit. So okay. once I felt, once I found out, damn, I connect with that. I was like, damn, it's it's been it's, it was written. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? And there we go. I, I always connect with with Lee, other Leos too. Like we all, you know, so we we we're pride. We're pride. You know what I mean? We're pride. So I don't know what Pisces are like a school of. I don't know how they <laughs> go on Scorpios. Like are y'all, you know, a bunch of Scorpions? They're both water signs. Yeah. But um, we're pride. <laughs> so we have to always roar and, and exactly. make that be heard. You know what I mean? But going back to what you said about. Pete, what you said about SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Right. Why don't yeah. you fuck with SoundCloud? I don't fuck with SoundCloud because they fuck shit up all the time. Okay. So mm-hmm. basically what I'm saying, before the platform was a great platform for artists to get out there. Now, I mean, then they, well, now they, they're charging, but before they were <laughs> now charging a fee for you to put it up. So basically what I'm saying is this, you can put a, uh, a project up, mm-hmm. right? And if you want it for free download before, you could just have every, anybody download it. Mm-hmm. Then they make you pay a subscription fee if you want to put up more than one project. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? More than, I think, more than four, uh, more than 10 hours. Yeah. Right? So mm-hmm. unlimited, which would be $50. Mm-hmm. Now that they're giving you a subscription fee, and once they sold their rights to Universal, mm-hmm. they're giving you a subscription fee to the listener. Yeah. So now it just makes it like, what's, hey, the, point? what's the point of... I completely understand. I pay fifteen dollars a month for, for for SoundCloud. Feel me? And MixCloud is free. My MixCloud yeah. don't kick it Wait to iTunes. Wait a minute, though. Yeah. Hold so. on. Am I missing something? Because I have the app on my phone and I don't pay. It's it's it's, it's free uh-huh. right now, like to listen to certain oh. things. But they're transitioning for the listener to pay. And the, and if you're uh-huh. if you upload, like he said, you pay a certain amount of money mm-hmm. per month oh. to to give okay. to give that. Okay two hour, three hour, four hour mm-hmm. uh, a week, you know what I mean? Or 40 hours. I don't know how much it is. I think anymore. it's I think it's some um, three hours. You can have three hours a month or um, unlimited. So I have unlimited. It's $15 a month. I mean, it's not, it's not backbreaking, but it's mm-hmm. just like, I shouldn't have like to pay fifteen dollars a month. Pay, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm just calling artists though. You know what it is? The music—they just trying to find new ways to, like, you know what I mean, implement the system. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it, it's not going to always benefit everybody. Yeah, no, nah, exactly. <laughs> but that's what this is about. You know, it's the music business. So they're going to yeah. try to figure a way to generate money uh, amongst all the, um, the 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 changes. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. nobody's really buying albums anymore, things like that. So I'll, you know, artists are dropping out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Beyonce, I guess, started a whole craze dropping out of nowhere <laughs> just yeah. to get people to and be no like, I gotta get that. it now. You know what I mean? And things like that. So you know, I mean, it's a it's a it's a push and pull thing. It's like good and bad. You know what I mean? Because it helps evolve the game to a person who's you know that wants to be found on the internet or whatever the case may be. But then it kind of deters you from being able to do it because you gotta pay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's you know, on the listener side. And the listener yeah, is important. The listener is important. That's the very, important thing. Very, very. Uh, you know, charge the artist. You know what I mean? And I'm already saying that. You know, but right. but it's like the listener should always have you know uh, a segue to the music, and mm-hmm. it should always be free. You know what I'm saying for them, unless they're willing to pay on a different medium, which is that iTunes. You know, yeah, if you yeah. want to support, you know, because that's what it's come down to, like a selective support system. Like, hey, if you want to buy it, it's on iTunes, but mm-hmm. you know, it's on SoundCloud too, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta like kind of like throw that in there as a hint and shit. But right. you know, people who truly gonna support you, they're gonna go and do that. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's why it's good to try to. Um, 
and you know embody other things like get other things a part of your things like a package like mm-hmm. hey if you buy it you know you get a hat and shit yeah you yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying absolutely. an incentive of some mm-hmm. so to speak it's yeah, like yeah, hey yeah. you know we giving you free socks you know you ain't gonna get that on SoundCloud if you you know what I'm saying so yeah. some people they gravitate towards those incentives and they feel like oh really I need those socks like you know I'm gonna buy the single and get yeah. those socks you know what I mean things do y'all like have, that so. so do y'all have um, merchandise we working on we we got uh like Quali he got QOG Universal mm-hmm. um, New York Liddy he got hats okay that okay. he's been doing um we been trying to get some merch but we just want the right merch because everything has been like so oversaturated Absolutely. and i mean yeah. me personally when people start going right i'm gonna kind of go left guy mm-hmm. you know what i mean me personally yeah. so it's like you know I, you know if everybody got hats i'm like fuck them hats like i'm not even i don't even wear hats. fuck that shit right. you know what i mean if everybody got t-shirts i'm like yo we need to make t-shirts with some glitter on that shit you know what I mean? <laughs> or something just something that's gonna make it stand out because i like people to be like well what's different about this t-shirt and when you yeah. can't give them a you know you say well hey we spelled this differently it's just like it's no zing everybody's just been doing the same thing mm-hmm. so it's just like we just been waiting for our moment to really come in with something that's like worthwhile worth mm-hmm. us investing in for the brand you know what i mean and num- the number one thing right now you know i always told him is about it you know they have to see it on all mediums they mm-hmm. have to hear us they have to see us you know so we got like little stickers camo style yeah. stickers that we and those were, you know, slap people, around that works you're right and it's a list of little stickers and whatnot so that's our like first like uh we ch- right now we're in the process of getting like a more globalized logo because okay. we got the ak as the k mm-hmm. you know and people's like he was like yo that that's too fucking violent bro I was like, yo, but bro, like, it's, it's the knowledge. Knowledge yeah. is power, and AK is all, all about power and just, trying was, to sell it off to him and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just be seeing it in a different aspect. That's why, right. I, that's why I love him to death, though. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it in a dis- different aspect. Like, when you independent, 100% independent, you need funding. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Especially mm-hmm. if you don't mm-hmm. put it out. So I know how some of these brands look. Yeah. And even if you're not, even if they don't hear the music, they just look at certain things. Yeah, and, definitely. And that's true. not being judging. He told me, like, it doesn't matter if they listen to the music, but sometimes they won't even get to it. They, they, right. you know you're right. Before you're they look at, they'll look at the logo and look at the branding and see what, what it is. And right. I just wanted, you know what I'm saying? I love the logo itself because we had, me and him, we go through a, a slew of, uh, brother shit you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying that's just my older brother so yeah. we're gonna always go through that but um, it's just the I just wanted to make sure that kid your kids could, could look at it right. and respect mm-hmm. it like the Wu-Tang right. logo um, if you, even if you're not even if you're not a child of the Wu if you don't understand what the Wu is you right. know what that W is right. yeah. you know we've seen the W and it's not threatening right you know what I'm saying right. and even though those are some Crazy motherfuckers, right? Yeah. <laughs> one of the craziest niggas mm-hmm. I've had, one of the craziest people, one of the craziest groups I've ever seen in my yeah. life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you see that W, and you would think, like, you know, what I'm saying they some, you know, crime fighting, right? Kung Fu dudes, right? You know right. what I'm saying? So it's it's a little bit different as far as uh, branding goes, and I think that people don't, I think that a lot of artists and people don't understand that in a sense. Mm-hmm. I think that's what hit me the most when he said he was like, "Yo, what about the kids though? Like they can't really wear that." True. And I was like, "Yeah, you're right. You know what I mean." And that's kind of what we kind of do it for the youth, you know, because mm-hmm. they have they they're in tune with today's um, you know topics and things like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? The, the youth growing up. So I just wanted I, I felt him on that. He was like, "Yo, we just need to be more globalized." So I was like, so we working on that. But right now, you know, we got the the AK. You know, I feel like that just represents us as far as, um, you know, our uh, assertiveness. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? How we approach things. We're very, like, 
Because we all about power, you know what I mean? Like, so, and the knowledge is the power. That's why the K is, you know what I mean? The, the AK, so. It definitely makes sense. We want free the people. It know definitely know makes I mean? sense. How, I mean, you guys just talked about, um, you know, difference between your, your, I guess in a sense, your target audience, right? So, you guys have a target audience that seems like maybe like, say like 18, 35-ish. It's about? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so, you know, how does that, um, how does that, in a sense, violate your creative uh, juices when you say, okay, well, you know what, like, sometimes I want to talk about AKs, right? But I can't because, you know, I don't want, you know, right. young Quan, who's 18, to, to not understand how I feel at 28, that, mm -hmm. you know, although I understand the power of an AK and, you know, what I'm saying, they may not necessarily grasp the meaning of it because of the age difference. Well, the whole thing, I feel like, me personally, is growth like you know what i mean a kid is gonna grow like what we making right now um could potentially potentially be the history or the the memories for a child growing up you know okay. what i'm saying like telling them certain things like even if we talk about the ak you know what i'm saying it might be a metaphor or whatever it mm -hmm, might be something mm -hmm. that that transcends they might not understand it now but when they do understand that's what's really gonna hit them um i feel that the um i feel like you know, from that the age gap, it doesn't really matter. You know, like Aaliyah said, age ain't nothing but a number. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sure. It's really the mentality of folks. You got some kid folks that are 18 that think on, on they, they think on the they think on 34, 35 year old level, mm -hmm. and you got some Absolutely. people at 35 that look that that not look they sound or they, they think like um, they're 18 again. That's so, very very true. Um, I don't. I, I try to. I don't bother them with demographics. It's more mm -hmm. of just be creative. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we'll find the lanes, or the lane will find us. Oh, that's um, right. But I don't really like, cause I know the demographics. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know the analytics of it, but I don't concern them with it, cause you can't like, oh yo, yo, don't say this because the eighteen, the eighteen year olds might, might, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> right. shoot up a club. But yeah. if you, you know, that's something that you can't stop. Like mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If you give a gun to a kid who's reckless. And he gonna, she gonna shoot up some shit. That's just on, you know what I'm saying? That's something that has nothing to do with you. You know what I mean? It's just people gotta be able to raise their children. Right. Mm -hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The music is gonna raise you too, but people gotta raise their children. Yeah, I think right. with us, we very conscientious of that. No matter what we really talk about, we not really volatile people. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So we don't really mention too much violence in our music. You know what I mean? Because that's that's not what we do. And as I told Miss um, Jones earlier, like we just, um, you know, we not into like. Um, spitting about shit we not about like okay. it's different between having aspirations of something and you say i'm in that rolls royce da 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 you you know that's it might be fabricated but you might be aspiring to that point mm -hmm. and so you just got to learn how to word it you know yeah. what i mean without people being able to pull your card and be like yo you was on the train the other day you know what i'm saying like you know what i'm saying i don't wonder, I don't wonder why you do that that's so, a fact right so yeah. i don't want to be like yo i had that nah da 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 like, yo bro you, you that's not you bro yeah. like come on man so it's like we don't we don't kind of promote violence, you know what I mean? Because like I said, it's not anymore. We try to focus on the positive shit. We got a bunch of negative shit we talk about, you know, mm -hmm. smoking, whatever, but we do it in our way. And um, I think we more so like to touch on fun, you know, mm -hmm. being fun, you know, humorous and our shit. Yeah. And also dropping the knowledge and also giving people a bit of the struggle that we fun. We're going to grow as artists and talk about different things mm -hmm. as we do that. But experience is the best teaching. If we ain't experienced that yet, then there's no way we could talk about it. Right. You know what I'm saying? I can't talk about Met Gala, shit like that, like high end mm -hmm. shit. Mm -hmm. If I didn't, you know, have that, you know what I mean? Or been to that point. You know, everything is a pinnacle. You reach different pinnacles in your life. You know what I'm saying? So at this point, we just trying to talk about the things that we know, you know what I mean? And just be creative at it. You know what I mean? Because 
there's a thousand people talking about the same thing. You know what right. I'm saying? They talk about the same thing. But the, the challenge is how you going to get it off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's that's the number one challenge. So that we, we don't really think about a demographic because, you know, I want everybody to feel our shit, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. from 16 and up. You know what I mean? Like I said, the youth, those are the people that are kind of we speaking to just mm-hmm. to give them a presence of mind mm-hmm. with our music. You know what I mean? And they might not gravitate now, but I was like that. You know what I'm saying? I grew up with... Like I said, the Wu Mob Deep, just real hard hip hop. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And as I got older, I'm like, damn, I was into this shit. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And then started when when Puff and, and Mason them started with the whole. It was fun. It was like, damn, well, I like this now. I still like yeah. the Wu, but I'm liking this right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and you could get something different from everybody. You know what I mean? So if you do, if you want some violence, you ain't gonna listen to us. You go listen to the, you know Chief Keith or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I like his shit too. But it's just like you grab something from every every you know different. You have different moods. That's what music's for, is to accommodate different moods and emotions that you're going through. You got a song for everything you're going through. Yeah. So, you know, I just want, when you're in a thinking stage, you might be smoking, you might be doing whatever you're doing, elevating, reading. I might want you to throw on some score, you know, or something like that, you know? If you want to have fun, I might want you to throw on some Black Poppy, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. or whatever. Tune, tunes for the late. It's something for everybody there, you yeah. know what I mean? But we try to stay in our lane, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So no one could be like, listen, that's not, you know, we don't need that deterrent factor early in the game, like, oh, they, they frauds, they not, they not Jamal's, y'all was in the strip club, da, 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 mm-hmm. throwing away the money, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, so it's yeah, like, we try to be... You know what I mean? Conscientious of certain things. You know what I mean? can't be in a library 24 7. Right, right. Nah, <laughs> we not. That's why I said we got some negative things we talk about, you know, that people are like, oh, I, you know, you might throw that one for your grandma. She's like, oh, I don't like that one. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> honey, they talking about, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, we, we try to just keep it keep it cool, you know? Yeah. We keep it real cool. I wouldn't necessarily call it negative. I mean, everybody has multitudes. Right, like, right. Not, exactly. not, you're not going yeah. to be the same person. Like, I can't go to strip club. I can't, I can't see myself doing money like that. Right, right, not, right. Not the shit I was doing in college. For, right. But, you know, you feel me? Like everybody right. has, everybody's different. I Definitely. have been in strip club though. So right, I love someone it. Someone wants to judge it. me off that time. one time or right. two times or whatever. But seven times. <laughs> <laughs> let's be real. <laughs> so all right, so let's, let's 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 go back a little bit. So um, you know, I I heard you talk about um, well, I know you dropped your album yeah uh, two two months on June thirtieth yeah yes right. So you have four years, yeah. a four year gap. Yeah. Right. What? Why four years? I mean, um, it was a collective of a bunch of things. I was just going through my own shit, you know, mm-hmm. per, uh, personal problems and just trying to find myself as an artist, trying to figure out how, what, how, what we were doing. Like we said, we, we got other artists too, you know, um, that's on deck. And, you know, we just wanted to make everything fit. And I just didn't want to put anything out that I felt like I just put together. Because mm-hmm. before it all happens, one big thing that he was like pounding on me about was like, yo, um, you know, I used to tell him, I used to be like, yo, this is mine. I could do this any way I want to do it. Like, mm-hmm. it don't matter. I don't got to have a song with two verses and da da da. Like, that's what music has become now. It just become to kind of whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. Do that shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, I try to train myself from early to just be like, yo, whenever you want to do it, just do that shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, the gap was just, I had to live life and, and, and have more experiences. Mm-hmm. And if all of them are just bad at the time, that's all you're going to rap about. Yeah. You, it's hard to rap about some happy shit or even right. sing about some happy right. shit. You're not happy in your life, you know what I mean? So I had to wait for my moment, you know what I mean, to come where I felt like, yeah, I could do this right now. I feel, you know, at my at my peak yeah, for the time, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was just, in, you know, I was going through things. I was just trying to figure out how to, you know, one thing about being a struggling artist, you got to figure out how to correlate your regular life into your artist life. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. That shit is hard. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? When 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 regular life calls, you got to answer to that first. Cause you got responsibilities, things like that. You know, some some of my brothers have kids, things mm-hmm. like that, and they have other things to direct their finance towards, their time towards, you know, their patience towards. And it's hard to thread that, you know, find that line. Mm-hmm. I just try to stay off the radar for that time as far as just on an artist scale and just try to we just try to understand. Listen, um, doing more with less, trying to get better results. We had to play the field and just try to figure out what what is the scene we playing. What, who who matters? Who, where, you know, what where do we need to be in order to try to get the music off? You know what I mean? Try to get somebody to listen to it. Try to get a, a following. You know what I'm saying? So I think like I say, you know what? If I'm not gonna make music right now, I'm just gonna try to. Fit, I'm gonna go out and be seen. You know, and build with people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then when the music comes, like, I know him for such and such years. You know what I mean? And then I drop Urban, and then they like, yo, damn, I didn't even know you do music, or damn, you, damn, you was. You know, all that time you was putting into that. You niggas be like, we working. You always see people, yo, we working. Yeah, yeah. You know, right. I never wanted to be that guy. Be like, yo, we working. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, we still waiting. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But I was doing it anyway. I was like, yeah, coming soon. And I knew damn well I didn't even start that shit. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yo, right. coming soon, coming soon. You know, like, you know, so I had people asking me for a project for a minute. Like, yeah. yo, when you gonna do another one? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, did you have the first one? Like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it just took a time for, I had to go through shit. I had to, like, you know, and even, and I didn't even touch everything on urban that was just mm-hmm. the cusp of it you know because i ain't even get deep into personal shit i just wanted to let people know like you know i still do this like yeah. this is still yeah. my baby you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but with urban i i just felt like I, i'm i was at a certain point you know what i mean when i dropped that like enough people could say they know me mm-hmm. or built with me mm-hmm. or whatever the case even if it's you know 10 more or 15 more you know what i mean yeah. i just needed that gap you know what i'm saying that was needed because Cats is putting out shit every other month, you know, mm-hmm. that that is, is a testament to their consistency, but what if it's a, every month is the same shit, you know what I'm saying? Sure. It's like, I, I, you know, I heard this project, that kind of sound like, Urban doesn't sound like Before It All Happens, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Before It Happens, I was like straight rapping, like, mm-hmm. you know, Urban is tracks where I'm just, you know, I'm still I still got balls, but it's like I, like I said, I was telling her earlier, I experimented with a lot of things that I might not have been comfortable with doing three years prior. Yeah, you know right, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So that helped me grow, you know, as an artist and building with other people, getting little features here and there, you know, trying to flame niggas on their own track. Like, yo, now nah, I got to do a new flow. I got to, yeah. you know, right. meet equality, you know what I'm saying? Because I knew him when No Flies On. I didn't really know him when me and Rams at first collaborated. Rams mm-hmm. knew him. Then I met him later on, you know what I mean? And I'm like, yo, you know, I like this dude. He got, you know, a little zing doing. So me and him later on in life, I'm like, yo, I'm ready. I'm just ready to do it, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And what, and plus, we built a plan, you know, in January of 2015. Like, mm-hmm. yo, everybody got to drop a project this year. Yeah. It was before actually 2015 hit. Mm-hmm. You know, we had me, was that November or December of yeah. 2014? We had me like, yo, everybody got to drop something this year, you know, and that's how we're going to do it, you know, blah, 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 every two months, blah, 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 you breathe. Blah, blah. And, that, and, it, and we didn't know, it's trial and error, you know what I mean? You got to put your best foot forward and pray that, that that works for you. And if it don't, then you come back to the drawing board and, you know, you resituate things. Mm-hmm. But I think that's what it was for me. I just wanted to be dedicated to that deadline. Mm-hmm. I said I was going to drop in June. I told people that, you know what I mean? And then everybody was dropping already, you know, uh, tunes dropped and Black Poppy dropped. And then it was like, it was my time, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So people, I had people waiting on it. Like I was going out, people was really asking me and whether it was genuine or not, I still respected it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was just because right, of the people, the, you know, having this, that's what supply and demand is, you know what I'm saying? And I felt like I had to understand that concept before I put anything out, you know, because somebody, told, who told you that, you know, once it's dropped, it's dropped. Yeah. You know? Scott Davis. Scott Davis. Shout yeah. out to Scott Davis. Shout out man. to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's all, he's also a Harlem MC. You know he he said you know once something is dropped that shit is dropped. You yeah. know what I mean? Like and and 
people could revert back to it, but you got to give them something to go back. Mm -hmm. And even though it's out, you know, I didn't really do no visuals for that one, but I got some visuals coming for that. Mm -hmm. People going to revisit that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That wasn't paying attention to it the first time. They're going to say, oh, damn, where's this from? I say, Urban. And they say, oh, okay, that's the joint you drop. And then they might, that might want to make them go back and listen to the whole project. So everything is still new. You know what I mean? Like, it ain't, it's not, people have this notion in their mind, you know, they drop it and it gets lost. It's still part of the archive. It's still part of your legacy. Mm -hmm. And you could, it's what you do to revisit and get people to come back to it you know what I mean okay okay so before we go on our first break I just want to I gotta access I gotta access now um, how are you gonna balance especially with, with Lion Clan dropping yeah you know, like what was it like a month, month mm -hmm. and a half or so? Next two yeah. weeks we drop. Yeah, so uh, how how was it? Weeks. How was it? How's it gonna be that you have to, you know, balance the two of those with projects yeah. from both within the same yeah. year. I mean, Lion Clan, Lion Clan, that shit helped me, honestly, because, like, you know, whoever was listening to Q that really ain't know me, you know what I'm saying, that helped them kind of just fall into my brand, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, and they probably ain't know how close me and Q was, yeah. but, you know, just off Lion Clan, I said, oh, he got a solo, he dropped two weeks, you know, and then, it, and then it just looks good on the outside, you know, you don't know what I did to get all of that done within yeah. that time frame, mm -hmm. but it's consistent, you know what I mean, Not a lot of people right. be like, yo, they dropped two projects within two, that sounds totally different mm -hmm. at that, you know, yeah. Urban is, is more me, you know what I'm saying? more my style of music whereas me and when me and quality linked it was just like wow energy on there yeah. you know what I mean so it was like you know I, I was thankful for that you know what I mean that's 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 is no really you know I joke about it be like oh, it overshadowed my shit but mm -hmm. I could still get off you know like with anything I want off minds you know what I mean like people gonna look at Lion Clint say oh I like what you did did I'm gonna go back and listen to your solo, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And that's kind of like, that's, it's, just, it's only a helping factor for me, mm -hmm. you know? So we just been getting a lot of love for that. So I've been grinding with that. You know, we've been doing a lot of shows together and whatnot. I haven't really been doing shows on a solo tip, mm -hmm. but I'll get my chance. I'll get my moment, you know what I mean? Everything's a gradual process, I'll get it. But that's just, you know, a testament to the seasoning, you know what I'm saying? That it's just going, they gonna come back to it, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I'm not big on, that might be a, a negative leg, I guess. I'm not big on like, uh, hey, listen to my music. That's just mm -hmm. never me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I, you, come, you stumble, around. it come around. Yeah. You say, I fuck with you, da da da. I spit. You know, I'm always freestyling. So cats know I can spit. That's not the problem. It's just can you make songs now? Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, Lion Clan helped me get that off. Like, mm -hmm. if you didn't want to listen to my solo, you know what I mean? You don't really have a choice. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? With Lion Clan, we got you know so many different songs. I'm spitting on there too. So facts, facts. Mm -hmm. Okay. Alright folks, we're gonna run to a quick break. It's the Encore Radio Show mm -hmm. live here. It's Camel Takeover. Uh -huh. We got we got P, we got score in here. We'll be right back. Would you like to sponsor the Encore Radio Show? Email us at radio at EncoreRadioShow.com. Coming up on a future episode of the Encore Radio Show. These fake rappers, they more like paid actors. They fronting for the cameras, but living their life backwards. School of hard knocks, we graduated with masters. We was getting brains while we was cutting them classes. How ironic, a nigga used to play Sonic. Now I'm out chasing tail, sipping liquor till I vomit. But nowadays, shit, I take that handy like a pro. Niggas smile up in your face, but they envy on the low. Oh, I know. That's why I just stay in my own lane. I never pitched a white, but I be 
spitting that cocaine. Uh, that's right, man. I keep it raw on these beats. And we know how to get it off because we all from the streets. This is the payback. For all them cats who thought I was sweet, I stick to the script. Y'all switching up more than mystique. Talking is cheap. But for y'all lames, that's a safer route. Cops can't lock us down, so they try and take us out. Shit is getting wild. Killing blacks like it's going out of style. Got my niggas holding their head acting foul. Freestyle off the top of the morning. I'm going to keep on going. GP, I be storming. Got my niggas score with me. Who want to go to war with me? I do this all the time. The crowd got to pour with me. Uh, that mean we clapping. Damn, that mean we trapping. You catch me on the block on the corner, I'm probably rapping. At the same time, making money. I do what I do. Where I'm from, it's never sunny. But fuck it, yo. GP, a ghetto player. Never catch me bummy. Tell the cops, chill. They only catch me with some money because the drug's upstairs. I got the drugs in the stash. I can keep on flowing, man. I'm after this cash. Off the top of the head. Swear you niggas won't last, but we can keep on going. Camo style on that ass. Uh. Woo. Alright folks, so we're back. It's Wise. Wise Jones. Tabby T. We here as Camo Takeover. Yeah. We have a P. Yep. Alright, so talk to me about something that I, you know, I find that a lot of people they discriminate against artists without really knowing who they are. Right. Um, so what's one misconception that you know people have about Camo? Or you've heard before? <laughs> I haven't really had heard any misconceptions about Camo in a collective. It might uh-huh. be like people, you know, uh, individualized. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yo, your man, you know, da da da, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but not as a collective. Why are you cracking up over there? Why? Because I could, because <laughs> nah, I, yeah, because yeah, exactly I've been friends with uh-huh. you know everybody for a different amount of time. Okay, you know what I mean? Okay. Like, and 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 our group like. A lot of us like Tunes. He's always with Slugger, Black Poppy. He's because mm-hmm. they, they live in the same building. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. me and GP, we live in Harlem, so mm-hmm. we always together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, so we not always all the all, you know together all the time. Okay. So you know, a lot our friendships. You know, we all jazz brothers. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But one closer to the other, like just due to the time or whatever. But um. We I never really heard any misconceptions about us as a whole. Like mm-hmm. I said, we very inviting. Everybody feel our spirit when we in the building. We always promote positivity. Like we don't come for that rah rah shit. It could go down like that, but that's just have to be or some disrespectful shit. And it's never mm-hmm. like that. Like mm-hmm. I've never we've never went a place and got to fights or like you know what I mean. And we yeah. be drunk and shit. Like we don't because we just like for lack of better words, we just there for the ladies. Like you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Like we not really coming to like study. What niggas is in the building? Mm-hmm. If they did, we showing love though. You know, mm-hmm. I'm the type of I like to break the ice. You know, I like to, oh mm-hmm. what's up, baby? You know, I'm such and such. Who are you? Yeah. You know, just to let them uh, cat know I'm non-threatening. Like I'm not here for that. You That's know what I mean? Okay. You know what I'm saying? So and I, and I like my niggas to do that too. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you, a lot of times, cats they come, they just be on their own shit. They stand. They don't want to introduce themselves. They feel like you know some some cats are just shy. Some cats just feel too good for that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I'm never too good to step into the spot and say what's up to everybody and introduce myself. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not a shy person so for me it's, it's it's easy you know what i mean i just i, I always tell niggas about working the room you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying you gotta work the room you know what i mean like and you never know especially if you're an artist yeah you don't know who's mm-hmm. in the building it's like oh yeah. yo you was there i didn't even know you was there exactly. but if you introduce yourself somebody's like oh you was a nigga that came up to me with the nose you know what i'm saying like they just get one thing <laughs> yeah to, to thing you by you know what i'm saying so that helps out a lot so i never ever heard no misconception about us in my face yeah. you know about the team if there is then that shit is just floating around amongst them you know what mm-hmm. I mean but not 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 about the team I wouldn't even stand for that you know that's what's up you know I, I'm talking to you guys whatever um, what I'm noticing is that y- you guys are very wise right 
No pun intended. Y'all are very mm-hmm. pun intended. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 yeah, this plug, my fault, yeah, y'all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, you know, obviously, um, work in a room. That's something mm-hmm. that they teach in like networking. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm I'm horrible with that shit. Like I'll mm-hmm. go in there, like just like you said, I'll go in there. You know, like I see people I know, and I'm like, yo, what's good, blah blah blah. Yeah. And if if you introduce me to someone that you know, then fine, I'll talk with them, or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I work I work the room online, right. but I'm not really I'm not a big talker. Yeah. I like, and I was talking to JP earlier today. I'm I'm very shy as well. I don't speak to people yeah. like that. I, if I don't know you, I'm just not gonna spit, talk to you unless you look very inviting. Like right. if you came up to me, and be like, yo, yo, what's good? Like, I'm but what's very inviting? What is that? What is that? You know I, don't what I'm exactly. I don't know. Exactly. You know, I think I, I, I think know. that comes <laughs> down. Yeah, that comes down to like a preference about how you how you feel a certain person looks. Yeah. You feel like based off of, and that's that's judging them by, yeah, absolutely. by yeah. Yeah. because you just saying, oh, he don't look a certain way, so I can't, you know what I mean? And that's why I always say I'm going to thug it out till my casket drop. I'm mm-hmm. always going to do what I want to do, dress mm-hmm. how I want to dress. I'm not going to convert to anybody's system because mm-hmm. I interpret the energy, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. I interpret that, you know what I mean? You don't get to interpret that, you mm-hmm. know, I don't look inviting, you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. just like, you just pretty much saying, I don't look a certain way, you don't want to vibe with me. Yeah. You don't know yeah. the knowledge I might contain or I might exactly. give you a gem, you might give me something. I'm always mm-hmm. looking to learn too. So yeah. I never judge anybody based off of what, you know, they dress like or what they look like. I learn not to do that, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because you're going to pass up on an opportunity <laughs> like yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and this cat, he might be dressed up a certain way. You like, damn, I don't know. He looked, you know, da da da. And then you build with him, and it's like, oh shit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And I love that. I, lo- yeah. I love, I love when it's like, when it's like that. You know what I mean? When you could just build with people, you know, and not really worry about how they look or how they, you know. And um, that that also comes to. I'm not gonna lie, talking to women. Mm-hmm. You know what okay. I mean? Like. When you try to talk to women based off how you dress, they give you the up and down look, and they might not want to vibe with you. Mm-hmm. I always, my pops always taught me, and I learned that from P two is trying to find that relatable factor, you know, okay. so that you could break okay. that ice. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Sometimes it's laughter, it might be a joke or something like that, and that helps you, you know, take into everything else. You, know, you mm-hmm. just gotta find, who, you know, size the person up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, you know, when you come in, sometimes when I introduce myself to people, it's like, hey, who fuck are you? I mean, mm-hmm. who you think you are? And I was just like, yo, I'm just, you know, I'm just here. You know, just like you, da da da. You know, I try to not take it personal. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like because people have to break into their comfort on their own. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. They got to be like, oh, you, you, all right. He told ten jokes. I'm, I'm good with him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's how I am. Right, like, you gotta, like, I'm, I'm cool like with him. That. But you know, at first, just like when we kept first came, he was like, damn, everybody quiet. Yeah. You know what I mean? right. We was just like trying, you know, break that ice. You know, we just had to speak a little more, mm-hmm. and then we could vibe. You see me someplace. I was like, oh, that's cool. You know? What yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, oh, that's, You know what I'm saying? Something like that. But um, I, you know, I, I'm not big on like looking at people and judging them by how they look anymore, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because we came up and now, you know, just with the, the, the advocates for the homosexuality, mm-hmm. you, you know, you never know, you know, it's a lot of cats that I thought was something and then, you know, they, you know, it's just like for years we've been joking, da 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 or whoever, you know, in any society, you know, yeah. so you got to learn how to not judge people by how they look anymore mm-hmm. and just kind of just try that's to vibe true. with them. Yeah. They don't want to vibe with you, that's on, that's that's on, on them. Yeah. Right. But you yeah. did what you could to interpret that energy, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You say, you know what? I ain't gonna let that affect me. I introduced myself. I gave you positive energy. I gave you some light. Acknowledgement is a big thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You gotta acknowledge people. You know, when you step into a spot, you can't act like they don't matter. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, because these are the people that you want to potentially gravitate towards what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And me as an artist, I want everybody here. Yeah. And that only happens with like, like some people, they take that shit personally. Nah, he ain't say what's up. I'm not listening to that shit. Yeah. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He ain't got him. I'm like, like that. Yeah. Nah, he, <laughs> nah, I saw him at. And then people <laughs> the people are meeting you, they've already met. 
meet you, broke the ice, and then they see you someplace else, and it's like act like they never met you. Now, see, that's corny. Yeah, I hear people do that. Oh, I didn't know if it was you or it's me. I got this nose ring. It's me. Recognize me. So I'm, I'm big on just like you know, just say what's up. Like I said, yeah. it don't cost you nothing mm. to really do that. You know, exactly. even, even if it's phony, like whatever. You know, mm. we're not gonna learn that till later on. But yeah. just, just, just try to be real. You know, that's how I look. Speaking at of it. like relatable factor, a trick that I use is you know, basically you guys are in the same place for mm. primarily the same reason. So right. it never hurts to be like, hey, so what brought you out? You know right. Mean? Exactly. So that's exactly. what I use. And, you know, as far as like getting to know people or breaking the ice. So. Right. That's good. You know, it's just techniques. You know, yeah. you study techniques, and and then and then also with, with going out with P. Like my, when I said it was a time I wasn't really making music, mm-hmm. I was just trying to find my footing. And we were going out a lot to these events, and we were just like, damn, how do, do we fit here? Like, it's yeah, niggas yeah. here, like, damn, you know what I mean? And I had to learn how to like try to find some fun through that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. these niggas over here having fun, I'm over here like, damn, I'm trying to get like them. Yeah. We should have came with three more niggas. You know what I yeah. mean? And yeah. I'm like, nah, fuck it. I could go vibe with them niggas. Yo, y'all having fun over here. Let me get my drink. You know, let me fuck with y'all. Right. What's, what's your name, family? Yeah. You know, and just do it like that. You know what I'm saying? Because, yo, you know, maybe my whole crew can't make it out all the time mm-hmm. as, as, as as frequent exactly. as me and him can or, you know, me and... It's always a different matchup. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, you know, that helps you link into what other people doing and that helps somebody to your brand, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, what you doing? Yo, you a cool nigga, about it. Yo, fuck it. I don't mm-hmm. keep a kid. I want to just want to hear what you doing. You know what I mean? That shit helps out. Yeah, Gotta be a human being first, not just a human trying to be. You know what I mean? Right. You gotta be a human being first. <laughs> Real you gotta be, you gotta be a human being. As a lot of niggas, that's one thing. As artists, a lot of niggas want to be artists, but they don't know how to be human beings first. Yeah. So yes. it's like that's that ties into your artistry because right. that's who you are. So if you don't know how to like put the mic down and you not this, if you a whole different person outside the booth, people are not really gonna respect that. That's why a nigga like Drake, I just want to hear you. I don't really want to see you. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, he like, just came from there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here we go. You you and a million no, other he women. Just like, came he's, what, he, I just he don't heard show you who Drake. he is as a person. It's it's not generic. You see, it's like trained. You know what I mean when he's on camera. He's you an know actor. What I'm saying? He's you an actor. Know, you, you know what I'm saying? That's true. But but how do we really know? Like I see girls, you know. Putting happy birthday, Beyonce. Oh, you the most wonderful person in the world. Like you don't know her. Well, you don't know I, her. my encounter with Beyonce was really cool, and I was right. pretty much with her for the whole day. Right. So I can oh, attest so, okay. to that. Right. Yeah. You can have a personal experience right. with her, but even that could be you trained. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. saying? It's not to you. You got to see somebody in a most humiliating stage to really mm-hmm. see who they are, yeah, or you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or really, you got to vibe with them for a certain amount of time to really know who they are. You know what I mean? In order to say, I know that person. You know what I'm saying? Awesome. You know, you, you you know, just just based off that first conversation. But if you never really had a conversation with them, you can't say that you know them and know their character and know what they you know True. do what what they stand for. We already built on certain things. So you, after I leave the room, you already not. Nah, he ain't he ain't fucking with that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He he on some other shit. Blah blah blah. Whatever. But it's like if you haven't had a conversation with these people and really got to size them up, then you don't really know them. You know what I mean? And you, right. people got to stop yeah. thinking that they know motherfuckers right. based off of what they present to the to the public. Right. Yeah. They're yeah. trained to present that to the public they have to be that person you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. you know so it's like if if it's not if if i can't vibe with you on that level certain things i get from the music and i get cats like oh he's a real human he going through that but you know what i mean i don't like to judge that solely off of that's who that's who they are Mm -hmm. because things are so not it's so generic nowadays it's just like is that you is it not like future you really drinking dirty sprite every day like (laughs) going on stage and doing this you feel like he's doing percocet right it's like it's just like you feeding that to the public but is that really who you are and i fuck with that i like that but i could be able to be like you know i don't know if that's real life right that might Mm -hmm. just be you know 
thing life because how do I thing and then how do I hear that and then you know you want to promote a, a positive message outside of the music yeah. how does that tie in you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying you know yeah. what I mean like it's just like you're not being a father and being on Dirty Sprite all day you know what I'm saying exactly. like it just, just so I look at things like that you know what I mean I always look at the other side of the spectrum and be like you know a lot of what you rapping about have to attest to who you are you know mm-hmm. what I mean RP changed drugs but a lot of what he rapped about that says the kind of why he died you know what I'm saying because it's just like he was still living that life or Mm -hmm. still had whatever happened in in a past Mm -hmm. life catch up to him Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying I'm not saying if you a real nigga I guess if that's what that is or you rapping about that stuff just know you gotta live by that you know you live by the gun you die by the gun real talk and that's that's that that's not nothing now created that's always been that's just the you know the rules of nature so so Urban right talk to me about what this project what like what you were trying to get out in this project? Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to kind of like give him a different side that I ain't really give him one before it all happens. Okay. Which you know I hope on some songs I did. You know I just wanted the people that follow that do follow me to know like um, when they heard it like damn he oh he trying he doing something different. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, before it all happens, I was really rapping, rapping. Like mm-hmm. I was really just like, oh, I gotta get, no, the bars gotta be right. I gotta have these metaphors and all this. But um, I think I put less uh, of that into Urban. Like mm-hmm. I, I wasn't thinking so hard. Mm-hmm. Shit was coming naturally. You know what I mean? And some of those songs I had a while before I recorded, like maybe two years. You know what I mean? Like Clocks, a joint got on there called Clocks. I had that shit when I, I was living in Texas in 2013. I wrote that shit. Mm-hmm. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. So it was just like it was still relevant. And then that's what a lot of my music I feel I wanted to stand for. I wanted to stand the test of time, mm-hmm. and I wanted mm-hmm. to approach issues that's always going to be around, like yeah. social injustice and source people in my color. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm always going to talk on some shit that's going to take me through time. You know what I mean? So with Urban, my approach was just to have a different collection of things that was going on in my society. You know what I mean? What society calls Urban or the hood, the ghetto. You know, I wanted to talk about that, just those tales. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So and, and shit that I've been inspired by. You know, I got yeah. a track called Peace Guard that just comes off of me. You know, just being indulgent to five percent nation and pops was Muslim. You know what I'm saying? Just like you know, woo, they they guard body. It's just like. All of that attests to who I am. Even mm-hmm. if I don't practice that, that all is, uh, you know, uh, my part of my story. You know, mm-hmm. they all a part of my story. You know what I'm saying? So Urban was just like, I had to just put all my story as short as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, brief, just brief synopsis of it. Because I still got more stuff to release, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I don't want to give everybody everything right now. They're like, damn, nigga, you kind of gave us that on the last joint. That's why I right. just kept it yeah. short. Kept it short. So all my projects, like my first joint was 13 joint, 13 tracks and then you know urban was 10 maybe mm-hmm. the next would be nine you know what i'm saying yeah. I mean, quality versus quality yeah. right exactly yeah, you know what i'm saying no i'm big right and I'm, <laughs> I'm big right all right shout out to quality line clan on the stand but yeah. that's just what it's about line clan was 10 tracks you know like, mm-hmm. we didn't feel like in this day and time the attention span is very short yeah you know and that's how they gauge the 16 actually when they made 16 bars they said that was the, the you know was 56 seconds attention mm-hmm. span towards the listener mm-hmm. so it's just like you know we don't need to give niggas like four bars and you know extra bridge in there like we you know what i'm saying hit records you you, you know you you try to give the 
your best and try to do things differently. But, you know, I just wanted the people to hear me and that's it. Like, you know what I mean? And when you, you could go back on that. If some people like Common B, that's one of my favorite albums. Mm -hmm, Common mm -hmm. B. And I felt like, damn, it was short. Like, yeah. Damn, Common. But it was good in a way because maybe that one, two extra tracks might have like the wood over. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it was perfect to me. Illmatic, nine tracks. It's 10 on the thing, but it's nine tracks. And mm -hmm. it's just like, yo, dogs, what the fuck? But then I got, it was written the second album. I'm like, damn, if he would have went wholeheartedly 15 tracks on, it was, on, on Illmatic, we yeah, might not have got it. was written so in depthly. You know what I'm saying? Those two of my favorite albums of all time. That's why I keep talking about them. Like, I love those albums. So. The, the funny thing, the funny thing about that is that when I was younger, I used to be like, yo, I, I mean, I I grew up, I was born in 88. Right. I probably started, I bought my first album probably like 99, 2000, something like that. Right. And I was, I think I bought it and then the next album I went to go buy was like 11 tracks. I was like, why the fuck, I, why am I going to spend $10 right. for 11 tracks? <laughs> right. I, that don't make no sense, right. right? So I stopped buying tracks when that's when I started doing bootleg shit. But anyway, right, of course, right? Of course. you know, I mean, I, I ain't had no money, I was broke. Anyway, but aside from that, right, mm -hmm. you know, I, I appreciate it now because like you just said, you know, sometimes, it's that one or two tracks, those those quote unquote skippable tracks. It's like okay, right. well they could have they could have been off. That. If right. I didn't have to skip this shit, right. this would have been a this would have been classic. Right. You know, right. so I appreciate now getting like a nine to eleven prize. Sometimes like I might get like eighteen. I'll be like, yo, <sighs> okay, so. Right. 18, that means I'm sitting here for about at least an hour and 15. Right. Uh, let me see. What I should have half an hour long. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. You can't take a half hour, you know what I mean, listening to that. It's just like, you be listening to shit bullshit for two hours. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So it's like, you know, I, I, I just be like, yo, like. I, and that's how I pitched it. So I was like, yo, man, you know, it's a half hour listen, bro. Just, you know, do me that favor, you know, mm -hmm. hear that out or whatever. And then you pick and choose what you like. Because you know off the first couple listen, you know, if you like it or not. And, um... Because people look for the beat first, obviously. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Right, in this day and time. Especially in this time. It's like, yeah. that beat ain't hitting. It's like, nah, I couldn't get into it, bro. That yeah. beat. You know, da-da-da. But, um... You know, Jay-Z, one of my favorite of all time, too, and he was big on picking some whack-ass beats sometimes, <laughs> but he would murder that shit. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? He would just, like, lyrically, his presence was always there. Mm -hmm. so, I, so that's why I just learn to pick what I like. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, I don't try to... You never know what somebody else is going to like, honestly. Mm -hmm. So you just pick what you like and put your best foot forward and hope that you're doing the best job you can. You know what I mean? I'm right. glad someone said that about Jay because I, I always... I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's very hard. It's very hard to, to, to you know, criticize Jay in New York. Yeah. I mean, oh. I feel like Jay has had some very just questionable beats, but he has, he has absolutely not in the latter of his career though. Like from yeah. Blueprint on, he got when he found Kanye and mm -hmm. shit. Not him finding him, but when Kanye came to his Kanye, life, yeah. Just Blake, he was fortunate to get some some good production, yeah. like mm -hmm. solid yeah. and steady. You mm -hmm. know, yeah, and, and he had a relationship with Neptune's, you know, yeah. Pharrell. Yep, yep. So it was just like he had to build that. When mm -hmm. he was first in the game, there was a lot of other cats. He was just doing what was you know more congenial for hip hop. Your yeah. DJ. Yeah. Mirror, you know, let me go to get a joint from Timberland. Mm -hmm. You know, let me let me fill the album up with mm -hmm, just right. you know heavy names on the credits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think later on he realized who he really vibed with. You know, mm -hmm. what I mean? that's why by the time he did Black Album, he reached out to all of these producers he had mm -hmm. already worked with because he already had rapport with them. He said, you know, I already know what I'm gonna get from them. Mm -hmm. So to fill this ambiance on the album, you know what I'm saying? That's so I, I I'm a student of him, so I always looked at that like, yo, he was just picking beats that he felt like other people were gonna like. You know what I mean? And I, I respect that too. Because he bodied them shit. How, I mean, I feel, I feel personally that indie artists, if an indie artist finds a particular sound that fits them, whether, regardless of whether it's that New York sound mm -hmm. or it sounds like, you know, Houston, whatever, if you mm -hmm. find a sound that's for you and you could sell off that, 
then work. And you right. know, if you, mm-hmm. you get a little experimental with your mixtapes or whatnot, whatever, and you and if you find a certain sound within your mixtape that people like, then you put that onto your next project and you grow from that. And, you know, right. you don't abandon your last one, but you you know you you adjust, mm-hmm. right? Um, so for an artist like Jay Z. You just said Jay Z just he kind of filled it up, filled up the credits, whatever. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I mean this is for every indie artist listening now. Obviously, if Jay can't do it, folks, any artist can't do it either. Right. Find something that works for you, whatever. Mm-hmm. Don't just don't just you know pick pick the play because eventually what'll happen is that you're only gonna be playing to what people are hearing right now. You like you said, right. you want time right. testing music. Exactly. Come on, folks. I think yeah, back in the day we didn't really know we didn't really care about who did the beat. That's yeah. that's another thing. Yeah. True. That's you know, true. When I used to get music, I remember, I didn't even I only cared about you know who was featured on it or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know now we dive so deep into it because we want to understand the process a little yeah. better yeah. as yeah, artists. You know and that's why people don't really care like Drake don't like his lyrics because they don't really care about the creative part of it. They more so just care about the packaging and when it's done and how it sounds when it's done. Yeah. When I was growing up, that's some shit like you ain't write your music. We was going that was it. You couldn't yeah. really rap no. More. I, you know what I mean, but yeah. but some people always have writers. Don't get it fucked up. Like like Big Daddy Kane wrote for Bismarcky. Like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. It's not mm-hmm. like you know. And that's the beginning of hip hop, the pioneering era. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. hip hop like a tree. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. You got your pioneers. It's like the bark. You got your you know the branches, your Jay Zs, and then you got the leaves. They expendable. Your Kendricks. Mm-hmm. These niggas are they expendable. Whoa. I'm just oh. telling you what it is. I'm just telling you what it is. <laughs> I know, I know we in the hoopla. I'm a big Kendrick fan, you know what I mean? Since, since the first mixtape, all of that, I'm a big Kendrick fan, and I respect his shit. But what I'm telling you is if he stopped rapping today, it wouldn't be a problem. Like, I'm just telling you, he's not he's not going to fit that 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 realm, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, there's no way, because you take, J. Cole, you take from those niggas, you feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you're an extension of them. Mm-hmm. If you had your own thing going on, you know what I mean? Then it'd be different. But when you sample Outkast and you sampling things that you grew up off of and you inspired by, then that's a different thing. You're an extension of that. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, like that. I you know what I'm saying? It'd be different if you had your own. Like Drake, I ain't gonna lie. Drake is a fan of all of that shit too, mm-hmm. but he got his own twist on things. So that's why we hold him in that realm because it looks new to us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I could name plenty of niggas that sang and rap at the same, you know, Fonte, a big brother, he got a group called Foreign Exchange now where mm-hmm. he's singing. So it's like niggas been doing that, Drake. It's just like you pop with it. That's all. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, you, took you, you took it, yeah. right? He took that formula and elevated it like we were talking one. about. Right. But, you know, he took it to a mainstream scale where they were underground and they like it there. You know what I'm mm-hmm, saying? So, mm-hmm. you know, they might not be content there, but, mm-hmm. you know, underground is the new mainstream, for lack of better words. Like, a mm-hmm. lot of things, people like, oh, yo, I was up on this first. Like, how yeah, we talk yeah, about, true. when I found true. Drake, I wanted to keep that nigga in my own box. Like, how you going to put <laughs> niggas on? I'm like, nah, right. bro, this me, this me, bro. You can't even, <laughs> yeah. yo, one song, one song, nigga, one song. You can but remember who put you on, you know, like, that type <laughs> shit. Niggas used to do that. Right, you wanted to you wanted to yeah. keep that nigga to yourself. Like I don't even know if I want this nigga to get big. That's you know how I, that's what I am now, a little bit. That's how I was with Wiz too. I'm like, damn, I don't even want this nigga to get big. <laughs> <laughs> and look at him now. He not even the same nigga that yeah, I love. Yeah, so it's yeah. like that's the that's the point. You know what I mean? A lot of these niggas mm-hmm. was just niggas that honed in on their talent. Like you know, Big and Pac, they was they died at young ages, and that's that. Those were men. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even if they wasn't, you know, Pac, he he talked on so many different things. But when I look at like a Big Sean at 25, like you not nothing with Big and Pac. Pac was like exactly. as far as just your yeah, subject matter, son. you know, like when he first came out, he was just talking about his, you know, his, you know, his genitals a lot. It was just mm-hmm. like, you know, that's not Bigger Pac never did that, you know yeah, what I'm right. saying? They always came correct, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like on something, stood for something, you know what I mean? Even if even if it was just the most minuscule thing, it's always something there, you know. That's why I do respect artists that can do that, but they're just they're just 
leaves of the shit. If they stop rapping today, it's like nobody would really care, yeah, my exactly. nigga. Like you, nobody would I'm care. Lost, right? You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just like it, that's all it is. Early the microwave society. Yeah. Somebody else will step. Somebody into exactly. Right. Nobody right. can step like, into um, big space. Nobody can step into pop space. It's yo. J. Cole and Kendrick's kind of like the same motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, And J. Cole was out before him. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, they the same nigga. They rapping about the same shit. That individuality. You know what I mean? And the nigga like Charles Hamilton, he was the first mm-hmm. I seen do that. Mm-hmm. Be himself type shit. You you know, use his name type shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you had Kanye, whatever. But he was on a whole different scale. Kanye was always, he was always flirting with demons. Materialism, yeah, yeah. all of that. He was always flirting with demons. You know what I'm saying? Whereas Charles Hamilton, he kind of was like him. Like, this me. I like Sonic and pink, and I mean, there's my any you know what I'm saying? I always respected that about him because after he did that, a lot of other artists came out wanting to use their name and do yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? He's so the first of that, that kind. It, it, okay, do you think it's more so about what's going on and what you're aware of is going on in your community? For example, when Big and Pac were out, a lot of shit was different from right now. I mean, mm. not even say, I won't say right now. From you know the, the early to 2000, 2010, you know life was almost. <sighs> we were in this utopia fantasy yeah. that the world was a better place and yeah. everything was just happy and crime was down and this and that and the third, everyone was just living and making money. And then now, I mean, just starting from the economic downturn in what two thousand eight, and then now we had the Black Lives Matter movement right. and police. I mean, everyone's right. so aware, hyper aware of what's happening mm-hmm. in the world. I mean, we have. Places in war, we're seeing, you know, Syrians and, you know, all the other people from across the world trying to get asylum and this and that and the third, you know. So I, I feel from that perspective, that's why people like Big Sean ain't gonna talk about shit when he when, right. couldn't have nothing to talk about when he came out. It's like, what, what really was there to talk about? Except right. for now, artists have a lot to talk about because the world is an open book. Particularly with social media and mm-hmm. video, the world's an open book, so you have material for a, at least the next 20 years. Right. I but, mean, sh- well, go ahead. No, nah, I mean, everybody is different, though. You know, his demographic is more of a college mm-hmm. base. Like, you know what I mean? A lot of people... And more kids going to college. Yeah, you know, I mean, a lot of people want to step out, you know I mean, away from just a right normal life. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. want to party. You don't want to go to a party and hear niggas spitting 100 bars. Like, I love Kendrick's all right, but yeah. I can't hear it in the club. Yeah, or, yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? That's yeah. something that's going to be more personal to you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? You want to be able to go in the club and see a woman, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And have seen her have a good time and you want to have a good time yeah. or vice versa. Mm-hmm. So that's where I feel like a Big Sean makes his realm. He's really nice. Like, people don't... I like Big Sean. Me too. Me, me personally, because I, I like Big I like Sean. Because he can really... He really can spit. Like, that's mm-hmm. one person he can really... I don't know about his name, Big Sean, and all that, but... It's clearly right. a reference to his, you know. Right. Nah, he, he actually got that because he's a oh, really? fan of Big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, uh-huh. so he got that. He took that from Big. You know but, what I'm saying? But, you know what I'm saying? He... Is a demographic for him, or there's a sound, there's a place for him. He knows what he's doing. You mm-hmm. know, he's he trying to stick to his lane. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really do too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, outside of it, just like Kendrick, you know, what I'm saying right. he he just he, he sticks to what he does. He just got on the classic man remix was something I was surprised about. Mm-hmm. He's right. doing other mm-hmm. shit like now he's doing Taylor Swift shit. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. other stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's expanding his brand, but he's still kind of staying true to. His lyricism, and even okay. with Big Sean, just like how you just said his name, like that—that's a, a testament of him wanting to latch on to the branches of hip hop mm-hmm. because your mm-hmm. name is Big Sean. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you would—you could just be Sean. You know what I'm saying? True. But mm-hmm. you decided to put Big in front of your name because you want to be held in that realm. You know, mm-hmm. and that's more self-proclaimed than the people proclaiming that. Mm-hmm. Like you yeah, remind me yeah, of Big. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, so it's just like they want to latch on to those things because they understand what great is, and mm-hmm. we'll never have that again. Those types 
type of artist again because they wasn't afraid to talk about what was going on around them. You know yeah. what I mean? And even Pac said, like, you got, you know, if you you want your music to translate globally, it's a difference between people rocking out to it because of popular favor, people right. rocking out to it because it's heartfelt and they relate to that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And everybody in the world can relate to Dear Mama. Like, mm-hmm. everybody in the world, because everybody mm-hmm. got a mother. So it's just like, you know, it's all about where you see yourself. Some cats don't want to be in that realm. They just want to be in this one box and say, you know, like, you know, like, I, I love the locks, but they just want to be street. You know what yeah, I mean? They yeah. just want, they say, we comfortable mm-hmm. here. This is, we the streets. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Be, you know, they, they don't have potential to be global. You know what I mean? Because everybody's not doing that. Everybody's mm-hmm. not, you know, going through the, those things that y'all talking about. Mm-hmm. The, the struggle in this way, y'all talk about it. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, so it's just like certain people, it's, they, they already know where they envision themselves based off their they subject matter and their conceptual value. You know what I mean? So I feel like me as an artist, I, I always do the knowledge. Like I just come from that. So I'm always going to talk about what you know, awareness mm-hmm. and people being aware, especially people of my color, because mm-hmm. I understand our plight. I can't speak on you know, a, you know, Asian plight or whatever. We all human beings. Yeah. But at the end of the day. When I see what's happening to my people, I gotta speak on that. You know what I'm saying? Because that's my people. You know, what mm-hmm. I have the right to do that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Well, other people they don't really have the right to talk about what's you know our plight and how we deal with it and how we. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. y'all do things in your own way. Absolutely. When, you, when things happen to y'all, y'all demonstrate the way y'all want to demonstrate. But only when things happen to us do they ask us, "Are we gonna demonstrate in peace?" Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like Very we don't true. have to demonstrate in peace because it's been happening so long. Mm-hmm. So even when Big Sean came out, you said earlier, you know, it wasn't things really going on when he came out. It's things always going on. Sure. Whether he's in fact whether he decided to address it is another question. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to because he's in a different realm and like he said, he has a different demographic that he wants to take out of that. Mm-hmm. It's fine, but I think it's time and place. That's what assertiveness is, when and wh- when and where. Yeah. You know right. what I'm saying? And and if I listen to your whole album and it's just like, you know, when are you gonna talk about this shit? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I know some shit is happening in Detroit that's not right. True. You know what I'm saying? That oh that might that might not have gotten, you know, media coverage widespread. They only mm-hmm. in Detroit they showing that shit. Mm-hmm. And you could have talked about that put me on let me know so that i know oh damn this niggas out there is really you know what i mean detroit got one of them highest murder rates you ain't you ain't talking about that mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like you ain't talking about that though you ain't letting me know that you know yo i feel you nigga what's happening in new york we going through that too in detroit just give me one track you know what i'm saying just yeah, give me yeah, one yeah, yeah. you know and um he tries though he tries nah he, he, he i mean i guess he does you know even with drake he don't talk about social injustices don't yeah. talk you were the biggest name in hip hop right now. You're not talking about what the people is going through. You know what I'm saying? Like, how you want me to feel, you nigga? And like, you get complaining you can't, you about can't. not being black enough. <laughs> I'm, that's Yo. what I'm saying. Niggas would be, oh, nah, but I'm part of the people. But you're not talking about what your people going through. Yeah. But you want us to embrace you. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not, I mean, you know, it's more to me than just women and motherfucking riches or whatever. Like, I want more for my people. You know what I mean? We could attain that, but I want more. And I think that has to do with who I am. And when I look at things, I judge you by your actions. And if you're not putting that out there like that, and you're not stepping up for your people, then I don't really respect you. That's all. I listen to, you know, I can listen to that shit, but I have a presence of mind to be like, yo, you stay over there with that shit. Because you're not, you're not talking for my people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's what it comes down to at the end of the day. Like, you know what I mean? It's talk, it, it don't matter because, you know, a rap is just a title mm-hmm. but you are the new the new you know pastor and shit like that they have followers that are bigger than churches and shit mm-hmm. so they're the new voice you know what i mean so they have to use that voice you know what i mean if you don't if you're not doing it to use your voice in some aspect and, and try to affect you know things in a positive nature then what are you doing you know what i'm saying that's, that's how i approach people and i say what are you built off of you don't want to help your people you don't want at all you don't want to give them nothing 
You know what I'm saying? You can't just do it when you're back against the wall. You better than me. You like, oh, people niggas out here dying. Like, come on, Jay. You niggas been out here dying for years. You ain't say shit about that. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but it's just that's just how I look at it. That's just how I see things. Cause I, you know, I, I don't like to be. I don't like the wool pulled over my eyes. Yeah, it's yeah, been for so long, so I like to be. Nigga, get that shit off me. You know what I mean? Like, right. I see what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like, I like to be on point with my shit. That's why I'm scored. I'm on point. Ow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, we are out of time. We want to thank you guys uh, for locking in with us. Um, you want you want to thank you, Score, yeah, and thank you, thank P, you as well for coming through. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Wise, thank you. I got one thing yeah. to say. Shout out to the squad, man. Yeah. Shout out to Conley, uh, Rams, right. Score. GP, we see, you know, even though you in there, I don't know if you still like Poppy, Black Poppy, Black Poppy, 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 quality official, quality official, you know, everybody. Shout out to WC Kids, right. Tiber, right. Um, uh, sm- what is it, Smurf? Oh yeah, Smurfo. I don't want to say it wrong. That's right. right. Smurfo, <laughs> Smurfo, um, Mad Boss, you know. Shout out to Zig, Los, and all right. our homies, everybody. Kai, LB. everybody that that helps us with, with the things that we do, man. Bro, we appreciate thank you, you. Thank we appreciate you. For, for y'all for having thank us. Thank you for having us, bro. Mm-hmm. All right, folks, and we out. It's the Encore Radio Show. Good morning. Uh-huh. The Encore Radio Show is an indie creative network production recorded at Redbird Studio and executively produced by Chris Scope Aesthetic.